Hi everyone, my name is Jahangir and I'm here with Shahrukh Artaman. Um, two days ago he messaged me and shared like, you know, Jahangir, I'm actually doing this uh, website and I'm and sharing things that I'm going through and also my interest in science. And I said, uh, let me check it out, I, w- I just want to see. And um, I was reading the articles, he actually writes in English language. I was, I was checking his uh, articles, reading the scientific stuff. I'm not a person of science, I understand very little, but I came across his podcast. You should check it out, by the way. And um, and I love the way his voice sounded, I love the way he, uh, the topics he raised. And I told him, why don't we make a joint podcast? Like, why don't we just meet up and do something great? So we're now here um, on the bench in the street, sitting and having a wonderful conversation about we probably have questions, and we just going to be sharing stuff that we were going through and share uh, share our experiences. Perhaps you would recall. Yes, it's an English language, and hope you enjoy it. All right, indeed. So, it's actually going to be a correlated conversation. Just be, just to let you notify what it is. It's the way people in English language again usually conversate, uh, share conversations, which means I would ask him a question and answer the question myself, just to let you know the way the things go, not to get you sophisticated in something or anything. So, uh, shall we start? Well, what was the most difficult moment in your career as an individual, or perhaps you consider yourself as a simple person trying to pursue his dreams? So, what defines you? Uh, well, I think, um, well, first of all, I don't have a very huge career to reflect on that, but I think as to the point that I came right now, I think accepting myself the way I am in this environment, when you see the other people growing and doing things, you also start thinking and asking yourself, how, where, where is, what is my place here? What, what am I going through and who am I going to be in this environment? And that was like, as you grow, you kind of like, you, you see yourself developing certain traits and uh, certain parts of yourself reflecting on life uh, lessons or events. And as you grow, as you shape yourself, acceptance was the hardest thing for me to do because like, not really pleasing everyone, but, you know, but being yourself yet finding your own place in this society. That was the hardest challenge. What was yours? Well, due to the fact that I am 17 years old, which is absolutely not a secret, (laughs) some people ask me that question actually, yeah, I haven't seen a lot in life. And I know this sounds banal and the typical phrase you'd hear in any podcast, but still, the unorthodox thing here is the most difficult challenge I consider. And that, perhaps, is called adaptation. Whoops! Yep, uh, just elaborate on that. Keep on recording. Keep on recording. Well, actually, we were talking with Jahangir here before, and another turning moment in my whole life, actually, he told me that it wasn't really adaptation. It's called flexibility. That is 
what I determine as the most difficult part in my life. Because shifting societies, by the way, I might make a post on that in the future, so stay tuned. Yeah. And shifting societies was a major challenge for me. I had to move from one study into another. Um, basically, it was a hard experience. I actually mentioned that in the previous podcast. But what I want, what I concluded for myself is, you have to be as flexible as possible, just for the sake of pursuing your passion and being, or perhaps acting in that way, might give you. A bunch of keys, which later on will open to a significant amount of doors, which in the human life is known as opportunities. <laughs> that's true. That's true.、Um, can you elaborate? <laughs> that's true. That's true.、Um, can you elaborate on, like, can you just give a piece of knowledge on what happened a little bit? So you 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 studied in Canada. You 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 then、uh, traveled to states, and then you came back. In between the, the the times that you were moving, what did you experience? Is a little bit knowledge. Yeah, yeah, indeed. So, by the time I was in Canada, I didn't realize absolutely anything due to the fact that I was a toddler—not even a toddler—I was a beginner in the toddler sphere. But the major shift happened in, from the time when I was moving from the U.S. to, I guess, one of the. Central countries of Central Asia,、right. known as Uzbekistan.、Uh, my native language is English, still English, and I had to learn a brand new language named as Russian and Uzbek as well. But thanks to my Uzbek ethnicity, I had some background knowledge from it. Now, in terms of Russian, I thought、um, it would be very hard, and indeed, it was. The first thing was talking with people. Well, by the time I arrived、uh, to Uzbekistan, I only knew three words: "Privet," "Paka," and "Kagdila," which stands for "Hi," "How are you?" and "How's your well-being doing?" On so basically, that's the major challenge. So it's basically language and. One thing I kind of regret about is my passion for science eventually died in the corner of my mindset, just for the sake of me putting more、uh, effort in the sort of term of adaptation to the society. And yes, that's kind of a thing that I. Feel sorry for it. Yet we all know it's never late to start something again. Personally, the reason of creating Share Edition was to combine the skills of STEM subjects known as science, and particularly the English language. Gotcha.、Uh, okay, we moving on.、Uh, what is the next thing on the agenda? So basically. Uh, the next question would be, what was it like? Well, we all know you have taken、uh, part in one of the first events of Uzbekistan, named as TEDx.
So what was your experience in like possibly organizing it, talking with people, meeting others? What was your experience and what did you gain from it? Uh, I gained, number one, um, I came to learn who... I came to learn about the people who really need about this project. Or, better say, like, well, first thing, first thing, I think I learned the power of story, of somebody else's story and how kind of impact it might have on other people. The second thing, I think I learned the power of people at first place. Because I'm not the only one who made it happen. We had 12 people and we were sharing the same values. And, you know, can you think about it? Like 12 people coming together for no reason doing this TEDx. Yeah. That makes us, and I think not only us, but you, dear listeners, think into the meaning of life. Well, yeah, it sounds big, but uh, it's just some of the lessons learned now that I apply to my own life. Maybe if you're going through the same thing, maybe you're doing some other project or you're involved with other activities, maybe it can correlate. I'm just sharing what I had to go through. It, it, it might sound, yeah, it's kind of like impressive, but uh, I think like we don't make money out of it. We don't, yeah, people know that, but we don't really get benefited from this project. We just do things that we like to do, and plus we are doing it by ourselves. Simple guys coming together and doing a project. And... When you do that kind of project, you think I think it's 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 really really important to have people who share the same values, the same vision. So you know that's that was the making you know lesson learned from this project. And the last thing I think through uh, the whole process and after it happened, after like the whole that some time has passed, I think I learned to kind of like kill my ego because that kind of things and the projects like that can bring you to emotionally and in your mind can bring you up but that's not the real thing that you want to do sometimes you just got to be really really humble and understand that life doesn't revolve around you all right i think that made it clear now since we talk about the project how do you see your project in the future how do you why are you doing it in the first place i mean are you already share that you want to apply your skill but um, why do you write? Why are you interested in science and why are you interested in sharing with people? Thanks for the question. And in fact, I think the answer is going to be another section, or shall I say subsection, of conversation. So let the story begin. Well, why do I write? Writing is something I enjoy. That's the number one factor and the priority that I actually follow. It's kind of a habit, which eventually is turning into something that may benefit. As for me, same way for the community. Now, benefiting for me, what does that mean? That doesn't mean sponsored videos or what do they call it on YouTube. That means gaining experience. Gaining experience in writing knowing how to write, sharpening your skills, and in an environment with people. 
engaged in a variety of languages, specific, especially the English language, I think not only I could involve, evolve my own language experience, but the people around me. Because if you can do something, then why not do it together? Just like the way you decide to organize yeah, TEDx. Yeah, right. right. You, you, share, you share this magic among people, right? Exactly. Making things together yeah. is way efficient than simply sitting and doing everything by yourself. And well, well, you obviously can do things by yourself, but um, you know, this, you're not going to get the magic out of it. I mean, you certainly can run the project by yourself, write your own scripts, you'll write your own, do your own podcast, edit them, and release it. But uh, when you do this with people, when you share responsibilities and go through challenges sometimes, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you immerse yourself with in, uh, in the universe of other people. You give a piece of yourself and, they, you, and then you get the piece back from somebody else. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jahangir, help me. <laughs> rephrase. Yeah, 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 this is, sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no problem. That actually fully rephrased. Oh, sorry. We have some background noise going on right yeah, now. It's, sorry for the background, but it's live. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Indeed. So, again, Jahangir actually rephrased the whole concept of what I was going to say in short words. <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know. There might be some people who like or dislike long conversations. That's the way I love to do it. But it's, it's the way I do it. Okay. So, and science, perhaps. Uh, I was engaged in science since the fourth grade. Uh, in Russian, it's called четвертый class. And... Uh, it, it all started from a minor project, which I was attached to with one of the teachers of a middle school. Yes, indeed, a middle school. Uh, at uh, During my process of studying in the fourth grade, I had to study at a middle school as well in the sixth grade due to a specific program that I was involved to. And at that time, we were studying global warming, the topic of 2010, 2011, 2012, like the major hot, I'd say, blockbuster in, in, in the news and etc. So we were uh, studying polar bears, their gradual extinction. And the point that I, I had a recall when I was studying, I used to love to watch uh, Winnie the Pooh series. When I was very, very small, and I kind of gave a recall to, hey, this, this, this is also like a bear, and, and he, he also, like, he's a creature, but he's white. I, I kind of, like, started from those basic topics of distinguishing colors, and eventually I found out that some, some scientific specifications that were applied to why they were extincting. Uh, would there be any cure for, uh, say, saving that sort of species? And I kind of got engaged, in fact. Later projects were all about solar, the solar system, uh, how solar panels may efficiently help our lives today instead of using, say, gasoline or any other uh, precious resources of our mother, mother Earth. So basically, that, that's where it all started from. And it... And right now at the moment, with this project named as Share Erudition, which I'd like to emphasize, the reason I named it that way in perhaps some time later, but 
This, right now, is the continuing process of my passion for both science and writing. Absolutely. Now, I guess it's a high time for me to go on with the next question. Have you ever had the motivation that kept you forward? Or was it just you being you, Jahangir? Uh, I think it's both. Uh, you always have to have motivation to move forward. I mean, I'm, I, I'm actually a lazy person. Like if, it, if I'm not interested in something, I'm less likely to do this. And um, sometimes I know you got to do some, some stuff that you don't really like. But I do that. But when it comes to the big things, it, I, I think it's motivation. And uh, another part is that um, I think it's just me seeking for that motivation all the time. Once you get a grasp of it, of it you, once you get this, you know, the, 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 the fruits of the labor, fruits of the project. When you share it with people, you see like people's lives are changing, the positivity, energy, and all the beautiful things happening. When it's not there on a constant basis, you always seek for that motivation to keep on moving, keep on, you know, pushing new dreams, new projects. So I think it's a both, both, both worlds. I gotcha, I gotcha. Now, well, I guess I have to recall myself, naturally. Naturally. Try to ask, let me, let me, let me see what you have. What was it like to, uh, yeah, right. I think it's not there, right? But anyway, anyway, what um, what do you value more? Are you recording? What do you value more, motivation or hard work? Motivation or hard. I think uh, success at first place is overrated. I mean, not straight, giving you a straight answer, but I think it's kind of overrated. That comes to misconceptions, right. like. Uh, you know, I gotta make this amount of money. I gotta this run. I ha- I have to have like, I have to be a CEO of twelve companies, and I'm fine. That kind of misconception that we have. Um, that's my success. Eh, not really. I don't know. It might be success to somebody else, but I don't really consider that as a success. Or, you know, um, buying a car. I don't think it's a success. I don't right. think even it's a accomplishment. It's just reaching out. A milestone, whatever say, but success is an opportunity to actually find your credo, yeah. find the, the, the your own passion, find it, apply it, and be given a chance to continuously do it. That's a big success because you found an area, say it times, say it business, even business, if even if like. But not everyone can be and should be businessmen, right? Not everyone should be journalists. Not everyone should be politicians. Not everyone should be scientists. Everyone should be authentic individuals in terms of their career, in terms of their lives. So think it, it, also, it also comes down to the fact that still, like, success is an, an opportunity to find and embrace your own credo and continuously do it. That's already big success. How about you? What, what do you think? And what other people at your age? No, no, no. Hold on. What misconceptions you heard about success? Tell me. At your as young, you are as young people who actually live among young people. Tell me about that. Well, I mean, I'm gonna start with the common misconceptions, if that's okay. Sure. So, a lot of people 
think that uh, success might be in anything that is related to materialism. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a short example. Just because someone owns a car at the age of 18, which is most likely not his property. (laughs) Well, okay, we're not going to get into the specifics. Majority of cases, not the majority of cases. Yes, majority. But there are people who actually made the money. At the-, the people, in fact, to whom we should actually take examples and kind of like be acquainted of what they've done in order to gain motivation for the things we might do. Right. In order to like, not specifically be them, but be as successful as them. Now, in terms of the term successful, you know... I'd say it's a relative term. Different people interpret it in different ways. For instance, I knew a person who worked in the library and she one day told me, read all the books that you borrowed from us. Those books will definitely make you successful just the way I am. Wow. Exactly. The next day, I mean, afterwards I came home, I was like, I asked my mom, I was like, the the librarian was uh, claiming that she was successful. And my mom said yes. I, I thought that was some kind of irony or something like that. But then she told me, success is a relative term. There are specific goals that everyone puts. And whether the person accomplishes that goal or not. That is the definition of his or her success. For instance, she might be an avid reader and always loved books. And not, not speaking of being humble or not, but she wanted to work in the library. A, a world embraced by books where she could take any book and read it till the end. Yeah. And go on and on and on. Yeah. And that, that was sort of her... Uh, her her food for her, her life food her energy food I'd say the food that she would absorb mentally and be happy that's amazing exactly and in fact those kind of people according to a majority of analytics are one of the most happiest people yeah. on earth yeah motivation or hard work I'd say motivation. Motivation? The reason is... Are you lazy too? <laughs> yes. I'm more than lazy to be honest. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody. We, we don't tell this anyone. Okay. Top secret, Make sure you don't tell this anyone. It is top secret. Make sure you top. don't tell this anyone. So. Again. Motivation. Why motivation? I consider motivation as an engine. Now for those cars fans... The Bugatti Veyron. Right. Those super exotic cars. Woke up in a new Bugatti. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Same, same, same. So, again, motivation is an engine that sort of drives you towards doing typically anything. Yeah. For instance, a typical killer even had a motivation speaking negatively. Never do that and never recall towards this. Anyways. Yeah. Uh... My motivation was 
towards sharing knowledge or sharing erudition, which is the name of this minor club organization. Simply project. Yeah, great project. It uh, it was sharing knowledge or erudition with the community Mm -hmm. so that people from the community could could give me uh, sort of some facts, some knowledge, some erudition so that I could perceive it and fulfill my own bank of, of, I guess, not only maturity, but knowledge. What are you going to do with this knowledge? What are you going to do with science? That's the question that many people ask me, and I personally fully do not know the answer. Yet, I'm pretty sure that science may be implemented in making this world simply a better place. One of my idols, Elon Musk... A person willing to die on Mars, or as he says, <laughs> yeah, okay, the, the best wish to ever <laughs> desire. But uh, yeah, he's he's one of the hardest working CEOs of the planet. Hundred hours a week. That definitely doesn't fit for a more than lazy person. Well, but apparently. but he does it. And why does he does? Why does he run like about twelve companies simultaneously? Exactly, 12 companies. Because he loves what he does. And what he does is a combination of business management and physics. His major was physics back in bachelor, back in universities, at Stanford University specifically. And so once again, recalling to Elon Musk, he is a person who wanted to implement science in a way that would be beneficial for the society, uh, typically saying the humankind. Because he, per, uh, he is producing cars, electrical cars, one of the fastest in the world, which, in fact, once the Tesla S model, sorry for the specifics, but once the Tesla Model S came out, all the companies were shocked because of the, com- uh, the car's efficiency, his battery life, and etc. How did he contract, uh, construct it? I'm pretty sure he didn't hire engineers and simply sit there being like, okay, we have this plan, we have this budget, say $100 million, and okay, let's do something. No, nothing would do, nothing would even process the same way it is right now. In fact, I know this by experience. I mean, when you're giving a specific benefit from somewhere else, say sponsors or something like that, if you simply sit there and, and tell other people without being engaged inside to, to do something, those people won't be engaged because they don't have motivation. You are the motivation in that case. You are the key, the engine that is moving a whole community. And so as evident examples show, Elon Musk is using science, his knowledge of science, to create battery charge chargeable cars. Battery chargeable cars, which is quite banal, uh are very very nature friendly because they don't usually exhaust negative uh, n- negative gases and stuff like that so basically he's using science to make the world a better place this is my goal to use, to use the science to apply science to do something positive right yes but it, but it doesn't have to be about cars or it does Exactly. It doesn't doesn't have have to be. Absolutely doesn't have to be. I mean, there are a variety of spheres, like starting from cars, ending with robots. I mean, 
Shout out to those people who think that robots are gonna invade the world oh. and and, and, and okay, <laughs> artificial okay. intelligence. We'll make another podcast on that. I promise. Okay. So, yeah. That makes sense. I want I want to use my passion to make this place, at least, in some sense, in some minor percentage, a better place for living. Noble. Yes, indeed. It, it it's I know it's hard to implement. I know it's it sounds cliche, especially for a person at the age of seventeen. I know some of you might be thinking, okay, this 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 guy is simply dreaming and he, he hasn't stepped into the real world. Yeah, actually, sometimes that's the thing I tell myself. But but, but I think it's a matter of time for you to you know realize how you can grow, but at the same time preserve that passion or you know defend it to the point you actually don't lose it. So exactly. I, it, it it's just a matter of time. And you will come to the point in real life, maybe you would say, yeah, I want to do science, but how do I make it in terms of, you know, in, 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 the, in the realm that I'm right now at that particular age? And so, trust the process. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm going to do, actually. What's trust the process. Yeah. So, the question is, what is success for you? And are there any misconceptions that most of the people consider in our lives today i already like that question (laughs) yeah yeah because i mean there are a lot of biased ideas that people follow and end up in the middle of nowhere in the end so that that, this is this is the reason we're like making even podcasts to like share ideas inform people with different people's experience and kind of get acquainted with everything so please i think yeah yeah so it's it's a relative term because the majority of society now I'm not going to be specific in numbers statistics or simply generalizing this whole thing in a in a negative way but the majority is leading on towards the term as if success is only in your salary success is only in the property you obtain success is success is uh, the last iPhone you got straight out of the <laughs> Apple store <laughs> waiting in the line forgetting about the point that you've been waiting there for like about 26 hours in some sloggy street instead of like implementing those 26 hours in something efficient what if what if you read an extra article that could have opened your new passion that that could have been a turning moment of your life but no people spend it like standing in the line but okay maybe they like it but it's up to them so saying this is is concluding to the fact that success is a relative term yeah like science says the most successful people are actually the most miserable people I don't know but miserable in terms of they are lonely yes they are lonely people yeah Plus, I also just want to elaborate on that. I also feel like there is no formula on how to be a successful person. There are certainly kind of like, you know, certain experiences that to, to cases to make lessons learned from, but there is no certain formula that you can follow and the, the, the path that will lead you to success. I don't know. I'm kind of dubious about the, its existence. Yes, indeed. So... Dear readers, uh, while having this conversation, we hope 
that you've gained at least some knowledge and the knowledge we shared and we hope to hear from you as well by the way uh, we also have a link below in case you will to add your own podcast you may click the link below I have my contacts there contact me and we'll get in touch and hopefully your speech your dedication your message uh, may be sent to hundreds of other students eager to know what each of us think. Thank you so much, Rafa, for having this, for just getting out of your room, coming and spending time, having conversations, sharing your experiences. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Indeed, indeed. Very fun, very <laughs> progressive, very efficient. Yeah, uh, I appreciate the stuff that you do. It's great. I hope you set example for many young people out there. I'm getting old, by the way. <laughs> but, <laughs> no problem with that. But, wrong. But, uh, but uh, you, you keep on moving, keep on moving forward, and uh, just stay true to yourself. Indeed, indeed. Thank you very much, Jahangir, for being us, with us today. Uh, I will leave the link of and description, hopefully, once this podcast gets out. So, dear readers, thank you for listening. Uh, I'll leave the link for other podcasts as well below. And stay tuned. We'll have a lot of interesting podcasts down the road. Am I right, Jahangir? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Perhaps another one featuring us together. Perhaps. Hopefully, hopefully. Yep. So thank you, everyone, once again. See you later.